Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota, Gulf Coast Business Supply, and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Uh, hope you're having a great Monday. Um, and welcome to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with Chef Milton Joachim from Chard in uh, Ocean Springs. And you, you heard that part where we talked about what's his current employment situation. And what he said is that the core of his staff is very much intact, which, man, I would say he's lucky because those, a lot of restaurants had challenges during the pandemic. Some actually had to close. So certainly many had to downsize dramatically. The fact that he was able to keep his core group together is, cr- is quite a testament to him as a leader of that, of that restaurant. And, uh, you know, their, their commitment to their employees during this difficult time. But he also said that he called them kinks, that there is, there's still the revolving door of other positions that he's looking for. And this is actually a common theme for restaurants in coastal Mississippi. And that's one of the reasons why I invited uh, the uh, current executive director for the Jackson County Chamber, my friend Paige uh, Roberts, to join me today. Because she's, uh, she actually shared with me a list that came out of an effort they had uh, last week. It showed a really comprehensive list of the openings of various restaurants um, in Jackson County. Man, it's a it's a it's a hell of a list. But anyway, before we go any further, let me just first of all say, hello, Paige. How are you doing? Hello, Ricky. I'm doing well. It's start of another week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've said this before, but so people can know this, the Jackson County Chamber is is involved in so many different things. During the pandemic, it was involved in just helping businesses in general. It didn't care if they were a member or not. You were sort of a clearinghouse for the kind of information that they needed. You played a role many times as just a psychologist. You you were just listening to concerns, and then based on what you were hearing, you could help direct people in the in the proper direction and sometimes there was really no directing necessary it was just listening because this has been a very difficult time for companies um you're in you're involved in revitalization efforts downtown you're working with developers and community planners and master planning and you know the chamber there is deeply engaged in this community in so many different ways so i just wanted people to understand that but there's no rest for the weary in your role is there well actually you're right there's not, uh, but that's part of what I love about this job is the many layers of the community and what makes a community whole, um, that I can play a vital role in um, improving for all of Jackson County. Yeah, so, so many exciting things happening there, and I enjoy our ongoing conversations, not just on Coast View, but offline. As we you know, try to figure out, are there people that we can introduce each other to, and are are there ways that we can sort of help each other bring the you know the ball forward there? And and you know, I would say Jackson County because it's not just Pascagoula that you're that you're thinking about. But you know, we just come back to the this restaurant challenge. You uh, you 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 passed this list to me, which is a really dynamic list of openings that you came across. Where did this come from? And talk to me more about it. Sure. Well, we um, in Jackson County and each of our cities have great collaborations with uh, our partners, such as the city of Pascagoula and Main Street Pascagoula in this particular example. Um, so those two entities, the city and the Main Street uh, organization, 
got together uh, with their restaurant owners from the city of Pascagoula and held a job fair, a food service job fair last week. Um, and it, that's where the list came from. And it shows every that um, has openings and what those openings are. And as I mentioned to you when I shared it with you, I knew this was going on. It's so much more disturbing to see it uh, on paper, right? Um, in, in listed like this, uh, it makes it more real and quantifies uh, the issue, which just isn't good, right? Yeah. Now. And as you and I talked about before, we can blame this on a bunch of different things, but I think the most important thing for us to, to understand, not you and me, because this is what you and I talk about a lot, but that we're engaged in restarting the economy. I mean, you think about Hurricane Katrina hit and the disaster it was for our area. This is sort of a Hurricane Katrina that hit small business around the world. So we're all ramping up simultaneously. Businesses have needs of all kinds. And um, so we're in a place we've never been before. So. You've got so many job openings simultaneously. So the competition for new employees is very, very intense, isn't it? Yes. The, the, um, it, it, there was an article in the Sun Herald recently about this issue. And it reminded me uh, that after Hurricane Katrina, we had a similar issue, uh, even into, say, 07. And our unemployment rate was very high, but employers needed employees. And so, you know, there's a big disconnect there. And that's where we are now. And so it's um, we, we've got to look at this at where are the people who will work, who are willing to do these various jobs? And then what can the employers be offering? And that was another thing in Mary Perez's article about the um, creative tactics some of the employers are, are taking to uh, entice the people to work. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting because I, I, we had, I, I shared with you offline that that Super Talk Mississippi Media held a job fair called the Million Dollar Job Fair. Nearly 70 right. businesses were involved in it. And frontline, you know, a lot of frontline jobs, of course, but there were, man, there were key marketing roles and manager roles and IT roles. I mean, it's not just centered around entry-level positions. It's a wide range of positions. In this particular case, you know, I'm looking at servers, line cooks, dishwashers, cashiers, uh, grill masters, uh, some management roles. Uh, again, a lot of entry-level positions, but then just a lot of, just a varying amount of jobs. So if you were in the job market today, I don't care if you're young or old, if you were in the job market today, you would have a pick of the litter. If you want, don't wait to the unemployment benefits run out in September or October, because this is your opportunity to come in and make yeah. a significant impression and have an opportunity to sort of work your way up and, and pick your company now. I mean, that, that, that is not an understatement, is it? No, not at all. And um, one of the people quoted in the Sun-Herald article talked about um, how they had given raises um, and they had uh, deliberately created a culture that that um, encouraged their and empowered their employees and and so it works both ways right um, you you have to want to work on the employees end 
but on the employer's end, you have to make it a place where they want to work and where they feel um, valued. And, and giving raises and, and treating it more like a career and how you might be able to move up from dishwasher to some other job, that's, that's key, I think. This is definitely an issue on, for both sides to look at. It really is. I can't agree more with that. And you know, the, the other thing you and I talked about is the possibility for retirees. What a great mm-hmm. opportunity for a retiree who's looking now maybe for uh, some some additional income. What a great time for a retiree to, to get into the job market. Yes, and it's so interesting you would mention that because um, Katerina Lukatich from the city of Pascagoula and I were um, talking about how their job fair went for the food service industry. And she said um, about half the people who showed up were retirement people looking for part-time jobs because they're fully able-bodied people with good minds and and good hands uh, and a willingness to work. Um, And so, yeah, you know, I would say not just if you're in the job market, but if you're not in the job market, why don't you consider going into the job market? Um, It doesn't have to consume your life um, or you know, be a no rest for the weary, like you and I have (laughs) me more than you, since you are sort of retired. For sure. (laughs) Yeah. But, but yeah, there are, there, there is a place for people who want to work. There is a place. I hear it. I hear it every day. You can choose to work full-time. You can choose to work part-time. You can choose to work weekends only. You can choose to work days or nights. I mean, when I say the pick of the litter, the opportunities out there are really dramatic. And what's going to happen in September or October probably is we're going to see a rush of people beginning to enter the job market and looking for jobs. If you want to make your mark, if you know someone who's thinking about this, now, right now is is the time because... You know, if you know, we know this page, a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. We, we understand that, but this isn't, this may even be an opportunity to sort of improve your situation and people should see that as an opportunity now. Right. And of course it's hard, um, when you're being, uh, faced with, do I take, you know, this much money over here? and not work and less money over here and work i i get i get that but you need to look longer term and longer term you could really make a mark for yourself and show yourself as a really valuable worker when we come back with Paige roberts from the jackson county chamber i'm going to play a quick segment from my conversation with joe max higgins who's the economic development leader in the golden triangle and i want to get Paige's reaction to it we'll see you after this break Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Supertalk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Back to the issue. I have my friend Paige Roberts from the Jackson County Chamber with me today. 
In this last segment, I'm going to play a segment from a conversation I had with Joe Max Higgins last week. This guy's nationally known. They do Harvard case studies on him. He, he leaves the economic development efforts at the Golden Triangle, and he's a super, super, super smart guy when it comes to economic development. Paige, I want you to hear what he had to say about this thing. So about two or three minutes, and then I want to get your reaction to it on the other side. Sure. Al, you want to bring it Isn't up for us? Isn't the sky the limit for Mississippi? Yeah. Well, it can be, okay? There's no guarantee. It can be. Uh, uh, the, the, the sky can be the limit. Probably the, the greatest thing holding us back, quite frankly, is, uh, in my opinion, is uh, the stereotypes that the world puts on Mississippi. And and anytime we do something that reinforces those stereotypes, we don't take steps forward. We take steps backward. Okay, yeah. and and that's the biggest. You know, I, I mean, I, I've done some uh, uh, speeches where I told uh, people that uh, people expect the women to be barefoot and pregnant, the men to have no teeth and chewing tobacco. They expect that the white people are burning crosses in the black people's yards on Saturday night for fun. Okay, yeah. and and you live here, and I live here, and and quite frankly, uh, there may be an extremely small percentage that, that might might fit those stereotypes, but most people you know don't and wouldn't do any of that. And uh, you know, I can't name ten of my best friends that chew tobacco. Okay, so so <laughs> so that's that's what's holding us back. Uh, uh, and then sometimes I think our inability to look forward and see what can happen if we'll work together and cooperate. What can actually be accomplished, and yeah. uh, so so the the stereotypes I think are holding us back, and our lack of visioning is holding us from moving forward. I think I think it kind of goes back to what you were saying a few minutes ago that there are some people who expect sort of immediate returns, and they don't realize, or maybe they do realize it, but don't want to accept the fact that oftentimes the economic development project, especially the kind of big projects you've been involved in, are you have to have the art of the long deal, and it takes a lot of patience. And you got to keep people aligned during this whole journey because you never know when you might have to make adjustments in the plan to make the 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 you know the 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 uh, the, the overall plan more attractive to whoever it is you're trying to allure here. But it's, so that's one thing. Um, we're not focused enough, probably, as a as a set of communities across the state on the, the maybe one, two, or three, or four important things that we can do right now that will make a difference. Your point about perception is definitely true. Uh, I had the opportunity to to leave beyond beyond Mississippi. I saw those perceptions all the time. But here's the interesting thing: when people come here and they see it for themselves, they almost always conclude this is not what I expected to see. The people here are so amazing. The people here aren't like that. The people here are smart. The people here care. They're empathetic. In fact, it's interesting. So isn't it interesting that the one thing that is our biggest detriment the perception about us often is turned around sort of like the yin yang sim- chinese symbol often is turned around it's our our best quality our people oh, isn't yeah. that interesting oh yeah if, if, if we can get you here and having an, a, an, an adequate amount of time to answer your questions about your project and your slide and all that and then show the communities uh we generally We'll we'll make the finals. You know, uh, we generally uh, 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 don't have a problem with that. It's the ones that cut us at the desktop that kills us. Wow, that's a powerful conversation, though. And he makes great points, doesn't he, Paige? How do? You, what's your reaction to that? Well, it's all true, right? My reaction is, Amen, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it, and and even his accent. 
for people who aren't from here um, would not probably give much attention to the content of what he's saying because his accent is so strong. Um, and I, when I taught at Pascagoula High, I had some students who went to schools in the Northeast, whether it was Ivy League or one of the military academies, and they said they experienced um, some harassment and certainly prejudice because of their accent. And these were very smart kids. So it's unfortunate, but it puts on us the onus of getting more people here and telling our own story so that other people aren't telling it for us. Because if they're telling it for us, it's a yesteryear and not today. Um, and with stereotypical people and not the ones that we know are really working for the betterment of Mississippi. Yeah, it's too. I think it's too easy, as, as, as he and I discussed, it's too easy to sort of oversimplify us and oversimplify us in a way that sort of plays to the stereotype that he's talking about, this perception. And the whole time I was at the Sun-Herald, when I would go to the meetings all over the United States, I found myself oftentimes talking about Mississippi first. I, I wanted to sort of dispel the myths about us before I could you know, deliver whatever message it is I was trying to deliver. But you know, those, those stereotypes are there. And I think sometimes inside our state, we oversimplify us and play to those stereotypes. And we reconfirm, we don't mean to do it, but we sometimes reconfirm to people, you know, the short-sightedness that we have. And we could do a better job at that. But anyway, final thought, Paige? I, I just think we can't let mediocre be our ceiling. And that's what we have let other people defining us do to us. And so we just have to keep moving forward um, and, and keep up the good fight. Yeah. Our our secret sauce is our people. <laughs> it's yeah. not our detriment. And uh, we just got to do a better job of telling that story. And we'll continue to celebrate that here on Coast View, I can assure you. Paige, you're a great friend. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Ricky. Hope you have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.